I can't believe it's been nearly a solar cycle since we met right here at corporate headquarters. Can you believe all the new stuff they built for the employees? I'm a little sad we didn't get to try out the zero-G yoga or the hydrophobic water slide. Well, they still have that training room you wanted to try out where the old masters teach you to use the mass times acceleration and wield a plasma blade. I don't know. There's a lot of kids there. Gotta be at least 66 or so. Probably take too long to actually become one with mass times acceleration, you know? Oh, what about the virtual mentality room where you wake up a secret spy and talk to the bad guys on Mars? You know, I don't totally recall that being here before. Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm just going to sit quietly with a burger and a shake from Skinny Bunnies. I think they're holding a twist dance contest after lunch. That's the spirit. Should give me just enough time to set up our profiles before the meeting. I think that office is uh, subterranean. May take a while in the elevator. (sighs) I really hope Jim isn't still working down there. From accounting? That's the guy. If he's around, I'll have to play nice. I really don't know how he catches all the breaks. Maybe you'll bump into the CEO. Just make sure you don't accidentally try to shake its hand. Orcasites hate when you reach your hand towards them. I think it's kind of jealousy. How did an alien race that was unknown and uncharted until five solar cycles ago rise to power so quickly? They run most of the major companies already. I heard a rumor they befriended Jim when they were both down in the mailroom. Well, that would explain it. We've got some time to kill before your diner opens, and I can wait a bit so I don't have to fight the morning rush down into the abyss. Want to listen to another Serendibite while we wait? You think it's safe? We were just told that we'd get into a lot of trouble because of these things. I think that's all behind us. Only the shards should be dangerous and questionable. Besides, we owe it to humankind to archive all of this information. All right. I'm still pretty curious. Let's hide out in that abandoned store over there that looks like an old coffee shop in New York. I can't really make out the sign. I think it says Central... Perfect. No one will bother us there. And that's how we could use bananas as a renewable nuclear fission fuel source. We just have to convert all current reactors to run on potassium. That whole scheme is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S... Bananas! Yes, and we're back, broadcasting from our studio on the pale blue dot we call Earth. We've got a great show for you today. That's right, Charlie. Today we're talking about corporate... Corporate? 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 Corporeal? I mean, corporeal means a flesh and body. Yeah, so Corporeal corporate spies. Take two. Corporate espionage. Corporate like the martial art form? Illuminati? I mean, that could be. Part of the whole Knights Templar. <laughs> Wait, that's pre- a different episode. <laughs> we're going to mispronounce a whole bunch of words. Anyway, uh, there's no way we can actually segue into this, but uh, Terry Hayes, an Australian author and screenwriter, once said, I've always had a great affection for espionage stories. I like weaving them, and I like thrillers. I loved Thriller. That was a good song. Mm-hmm. Well, you thriller. Know, hey, hey, hey. Thriller. Just beat it. It's almost... All right. Oh. Yeah. Whip it good. <laughs> what are you like this? Some sort of man in the mirror right now? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you got me. All right. Yeah. So corporate espionage, a.k.a. industrial or economic espionage, or simply corporate spying, may be defined as the practice of using espionage techniques for commercial or financial purposes. The practice may employ actual spies like the guys from the CIA or FBI, real-life spies. So Jason Bourne might have just been a front man for Walmart this whole time? Oh, man. I love that scene where Jason Bourne said, like, hey, you should probably uh, get a cup of coffee or something. You look tired. And then hangs up the phone. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) Something's about to happen. That's awesome. That's so cool. So what are some ways someone like Jason Bourne might go about spying on corporations? Uh, Trespassing, which is obviously illegal in most places, uh, physically in person or digitally by hacking into their system. And Digital spying. trespass. Yeah. Uh, you can access things that you don't have permission to access. That would be considered digital trespassing. Or you can use a double agent employee to gain trade secrets from a competitor. I always get confused when it becomes like double agent or triple agent. How many? It's like a triple negative. Yeah. I, be, I believe triple agent is as far as it goes before it becomes so convoluted that either side doesn't really know um, if they're We obviously cannot trust this guy. <laughs> yeah. right? he's, he's been back and forth so many times. This guy's now just a liar to everybody. It's like Jim from accounting. So like, let's cover the basis. All right. So there's an agent, works for an organization, spies on someone else. There's a double agent. According to Wikipedia, a double agent is an employee of a secret intelligence service for one country whose primary purpose is to spy on a target organization of another country, but who is now spying on their own country's organization for the target organization. So reporting to both sides. No. So they're spying on basically their own organization or nation. And reporting back to the other side. And reporting back to the other side. So they're pretending to be a spy. They, they work for A, company A. They're pretending to be a spy for company B. But they're actually working for company B yeah, and reporting f- secrets of company A to company B. Mm-hmm. That's a double agent. And then giving fake information to company A. So company A still thinks that they're a spy for them. There's still another pretenses that they're right. Okay. So that's a double agent. Okay. And <laughs> now there's a re-double agent. Oh, dear Lord. I we should have yeah. covered this under espionage. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> but we're going to do it now. A redouble agent is an agent who gets caught as a double agent and is forced to mislead the foreign intelligence service. So basically, a um, oh, what was that called? The uh, not a doomed spy, but a oh, there's a word for it. Listen to the other episode on espionage. Pretty much, yeah. So like a spy that's been found out, right? Yeah. Now a triple agent is a spy who pretends to be a double agent for one side while they are truthfully a double agent for the other side. Now, unlike a re-double agent who changes allegiances due to being compromised, a triple agent is usually considered to have always been loyal to the original side. So it works for A, <laughs> pretends to work for B, mm-hmm. gives B false information about A, but pretends it's real. Yes. But then reports back to A truthfully. Mm-hmm. Man, that's confusing. But then reports to B that they're giving false information to A, but then they're also giving truthful information to A without B knowing. Yes. Okay. Let's see our way out of this. Mind blown. So, <laughs> this, it, as you can see, this gets very complicated again. No, uh, it's pretty easy. It makes sense. Okay. Now, this can often happen with a disgruntled employee, uh, even... Have you ever been gruntled? I have not been gruntled. How- how is one gruntled? Well, I mean, like, you can be disgruntled, but you can't be gruntled. Mm. Can you be famous and infamous? 
So gruntled actually means pleased. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that? All right. We're starting a new word, listeners. Gruntled. We're going to be gruntled. (laughs) You are gruntled listeners. Welcome back to the gruntled group. (laughs) Here's your host, Matt and Charlie. Gruntled. We're going to workshop it. (laughs) Disgruntled employees. Uh, Even they leave one company and go to another in the same industry. Sometimes that happens. Um, And you can also hack by phone or computer, like wiretapping a phone in the Mm -hmm. old days. Uh, Well, a lot of companies still have landlines. Or uh, digitally hacking a computer can spy on competitor transactions and dig out information. I'm sure plenty of our listeners have gotten the email that their information was compromised. Also hacking a company's website to attack it, make it crash or put up false information or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't have to be between private companies. Uh, some government use some governments use spies to gain information about rivals or warring nations or from maybe those whose information would be otherwise financially advantageous to the original nation. Mm-hmm. Now, Christopher A. Ray, director of the FBI, had said, what was once a comparatively minor threat, people hacking for fun or for bragging rights, has turned into full-blown economic espionage and extremely lucrative cybercrime. Now, with this hacking, you essentially can infiltrate a country's infrastructure and attack it from the inside without actually having to have soldiers on the ground. And this is a new age for modern warfare. The legalities of this hacking, somewhat of a blurred line, if you can obtain the information by legal means, it is allowed technically. Maybe through the use of secret shoppers or other hired agents who spy on the original company. Now, the Economic Espionage Act of 1996. Somewhat odd law dealing with corporate espionage, but also having clauses about pleading insanity in some matters regarding the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, that was a weird one. Very strange, right? For our purposes, it is now illegal to steal commercial information and a federal offense. That means you can go to prison, Mm -hmm. not just jail. Federal prison. Yeah. The big house. The joint. The mad dog. The slammer. The warehouse for those who go unawares. The hole. The isolation Did room. I, oh, I thought I won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, the FBI or U.S. Marshals can now apprehend a perpetrator, and penalties are much more severe. So Michael Hayden, uh, former head of the NSA and CIA, he said, if we are going to conduct espionage in the future, we're going to have to make some changes in the relationship between the intelligence community and the public it serves. So prior to the espionage or the Economic Espionage Act of 1996, there was an act called the Espionage Act of 1917. Do you know what year it came out? 1988. Close. 85. Closer. They go back to the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Marty, we got to get you back to the future. <laughs> oh, that's heavy, Doc. <laughs> that was my port. Anyway, um, this was a highly controversial and kind of a vague law, basically making it illegal to do anything that would hurt the interests of the U.S. Uh, however, the enforcement was not very even on all sides. Um, uh, some cases were kind of really blown out of proportion, such as... The Rosenbergs uh, in the 1950s, they were executed in some cases uh, uh, because of this corporate corporate espionage or what would be deemed corporate espionage against the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, now time for real life James Bond stories. 
The first known instance happened when a French missionary stole the secret technique the Chinese used to produce porcelain in the early 1700s. Not the porcelain. My porcelain. The fine china. Mm-hmm. And not the so fine china as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, not, not all china could be fine. Is know? it china if it's not made in china? Hmm. Is it fake china? All china is real china. Okay. Yeah. In the 1800s, India surpassed China in tea production due to corporate espionage. The East India Company of London. I've heard of those guys. Right? Yeah. The British hired a Scottish botanist named Robert Fortune. Well, that was fortunate. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Money. To disguise himself and smuggle tea plants into India, which was under control of the British Empire at the time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, In 2009, there were several American and European oil companies that were hacked and lost millions of dollars, potentially, when topographical maps were exploited and other companies jumped on those. Uh, In 2010, China attempted to steal info from Google. You guys might remember this. That was a big fiasco. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Gmail accounts of several human rights activists were hacked from China because, you know, China's a bit communist. Uh, and Google did not abide by local Chinese censorship laws, and therefore the local government made it inaccessible outside of Hong Kong. Rival software company Oracle actually hired an investigator who was found going through Microsoft's trash in 2000. That's how I want to be caught. Going through, <laughs> through a computer trash. company's trash. How boring could that possibly be? Well, the fact they didn't shred it at all, or if they did, they didn't shred it enough for them to be able to put it together. Yeah, or burn it or like melt the... CD-ROMs or whatever. Mm, or to, like, take the magnet to the... Yeah. the maybe, like they do in the movies. I like, rub the magnet on it. The FBI's here. Control-delete, control-delete. You got nothing on me now. That's not what that does, bro. Yeah. Well, there was that one scene from uh, The Core, right? Where, like, the guy had... Mag- oh, yeah, he yeah. wipes everything. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, he has, like, this, like, a uh, gum wrapper, and he's just like... Yeah, into a cell phone. And he's like, you now have, like, unlimited... Uh, long distance. Long distance. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, that's impressive, I guess. Total BS, but whatever. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe it could be based in truth, right? I'm just glad we don't have to wait till 9 o'clock to talk anymore. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the guy's response was he was actually trying to buy trash from cleaning ladies at the time. That may be sadder. Right? So there was an underground market for Microsoft's trash. And the cleaning ladies were... Cleaning up. Good one. In 1997, (laughs) we're moving on. (laughs) We only have so much time. In 1997, an engineer working for Gillette Razors was sentenced to 27 months for selling trade secrets. He was actually just a disgruntled, uh, word of the day, employee who was upset with his supervisor because he was demoted. So if he hadn't been demoted, he might be gruntled. He could be gruntled. So in 2009... Two employees of Starwood Hotels were hired by Hilton after they left Starwood. They brought insider information with them about a new type of hotel that Starwood was developing. The two chains, uh, Starwood and Hilton, wound up settling in 2009, with Hilton post, uh, paying Starwood $75 million. And uh, Hilton was also banned from creating a similar hotel to Starwood's new design for two years. Is it bad that I thought it was the rapper Two Chains? The rapper Two Chains. Yeah, there's a rapper named Two Chains. So, oh, he said Two Chains settled in 2009 <laughs> with Hilton. <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard of Two Chains. I don't know that one. Oh, we're gonna have to look them up then. Okay, well, we will leave you with a quote from Sun Tzu. 
Uh, you may have heard of him. He authored the book, The Art of War. No, we're going to leave him with a quote from Two Chains. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Sun Tzu said, it is essential to seek out enemy agents who have come to conduct espionage against you and to bribe them to serve you. Give them instructions and care for them. Thus, double agents are recruited and used. Two Chains had also said, you need to be your own individual. That's it. Well, he also said, and that's all the time we have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed our short. And that's our short. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, we exist within the universe. And the universe exists within ourself. We're all the stuff of stars. So have a stellar day, everyone. And thanks for stopping by our corner of the cosmos. This has been the Mid-Flight Crisis Podcast. You can support important spaceship repairs and maintenance by subscribing to the Mid-Flight Crisis Patreon page. We'd love to hear your suggestions about the show and future topics, and we appreciate your support, ratings, and reviews. This endeavor isn't possible without amazing listeners like you. Thanks for sharing your space and time with us. We'll see you on our next adventure. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Drop us a line at intrepidtransfer at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>